This is Tyler Ward. I'm doing podcast number six on the article Connecting Argumentation in the Americas, Past, Present, and Future. This is written by Daniel Mahaya et al. It was published in November of 2022. And this article is talking about what argumentation in the Americas looks like now (coughs) and what it has looked like in the past and what it would look like in the future. And one of the big things this article is talking about is how there's a difference between argumentation and how it appears in Central and South America compared to how it appears in North America. One of the things the article notes is how the argumentation, the way that it is taught, is not um, strictly from a North American perspective in the other Americas, but it actually has some focus from European from European influences, which I think is really interesting. And one thing that I definitely agree on the article is talking about in the present section is how... You cannot generalize argumentation, um, or rather the ways that argumentative practices occur. Um, And I definitely think that's fair. I think that the ways people argue across the country, and I would imagine especially so across other countries, is going to be very different. Um, It feels especially different as well just compared to the different kinds of people and how they grow up and the ideas that they have there. Um, Examples I'm thinking of is like a a Rust Belt Farmers versus High Society um, New Yorkers. Inherently, there are different problems facing each group. Each group was raised a different way. They have different morals coming through there. And so they're going to be arguing about those things differently, and different arguments persuade them. And focusing on rhetoric or focusing on linguistics or focusing on logic is going to be more effective with those groups over others. Um, one of the questions that I did have for the author of, of this article was talking about how does the problem of generalizing argumentation relate to the ideas proposed around a universal audience? Um, because if you have these three, if you have these three areas right here, North America, Central America, and South America, and you have three different styles of argumentation, and this it brings up that, for example. Mexico's style of argumentation is more closely related to logic, where the U.S. is more closely related to rhetoric and communication studies. How do you effectively captivate and ensure the universal audience um, is hearing what you want to hear if inherently there are differences in form to which each audience is is expecting? Um, Because I think you can try and include um, references to each of, of your... And uh, you can include references to each style of argumentation in an argument that you make. But also, certain groups would definitely appreciate it more if you focus on their style of argumentation. Um, and another question about the universal audience is, if the audience has different morals, um, in, if the universal audience, people have different morals that are um, at odds with each other, how do you address that audience as one? And how do you not pick one side or the other? Another question that I had in there was talking about um, Argentina focusing on linguistics. I thought that was really interesting. I was wondering, um, what does an argumentation course based around linguistics look like? Um, Is it more focused on the words that are said and the connotations of those words? Or is it uh, more focused on, like, how the people are talking and inflection and stuff like that? Um, Is it more focused on the ideas like the death tax versus the estate tax that we had in the U.S.? Um, but I just thought that was very interesting because I don't think we, um, spend a whole ton of time talking about linguistics and argumentation as opposed to other things talking about argumentation.
one more thing the article talks about is the future of argumentation. And one thing in here that I very much agree with that's mentioned on page 10 and page 11 is that the future of argumentation is surrounding political issues. Um, and I very much agree with that. I think that it's a very good place for argumentation to go because it's something that inherently everyone should have some sort of feelings on political issues and they should be willing to argue for those and for their beliefs. Um, and I think by expanding the field of argumentation, they're going to be able to learn and focus on how to have better political discussions that seek to find answers and aren't just seeking to have people yelling at each other.